Welcome to the CX Pod Europe from TTEC. Hello and welcome to the CX Pod Europe from TTEC. My name is Mark Hillary. I'm a CX analyst and author and host of the CX Files podcast. I'm guest presenting this episode of CX Pod Europe because I recently had the chance to talk to Alistair Niederer, the EMEA head of TTEC. In this episode, Alistair talks about redefining the customer journey and how the COVID pandemic is accelerating digital transformation across the industry. Okay, let's go straight to the interview with Alistair Niederer, EMEA head of TTEC. Okay, Alistair, I heard you recently on an intelligent sourcing podcast, um, and you said that CX partners are actually orchestrating a solution, you know, that you've got automation, IVRs, self-service, artificial intelligence. I mean, you have all this kind of technology underpinning everything, um, but the real North Star is what problem does the client actually have? So are we sometimes forgetting that when we talk about all this tech? Hi, Mark. Um, yeah, I, I think we are. I think that one of the big issues that we've had for a while is that we uh, sometimes in this industry, we become very much product focused where we should be service focused. And, you know, I think that we forget that we should be asking our clients what their particular problems are because their problems will be the customer's problems. So we need to you know, hit them with the exam questions of, you know, are you trying to reduce the cost to serve? Are you trying to increase revenue? Are you trying to enhance the customer experience through better interactions? Do you need to uh, increase compliance, reduce business risk? Are you trying to deliver a pay for service? And all of these things are those things that make the entire process much more efficient. So yes, I think that that is the case. I think I heard earlier today a uh, an interesting analogy, which was saying the difference between a doctor and a vet. And if you go to see a doctor, the doctor will ask you what the problem is. If you go uh, as a patient of the vet, then uh, they're unlikely to tell you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's interesting because, um, you know, in that podcast, when you were talking uh, with intelligent sourcing, uh, Melissa O'Brien from HFS Research was also there. And I remember Phil First, the founder of HFS, um, saying, I think it was back in 2008, that we should be dropping the word outsourcing. You know, what you've just been describing is really a partnership. It's not outsourcing to uh, to a CX, part, um, you know, a supplier. So um, Intelligent Sourcing magazine itself was called Professional Outsourcing until 2017. So are, are we really moving on from outsourcing CX to partnering with specialists? I think outsourcing is such an emotional word. And if you go back to my point about product versus service, I think you know, there are always going to be specialist service providers who will provide elements of a solution. And in that case, they probably will remain as outsourcers. But what's happened with the convergence and the importance of technology, you're seeing BPO, which is back in front office and IT outsourcing, you're seeing the underlying technology becoming so much more necessary and obvious um, that you, you do need to understand an awful lot more. And unless you are giving that uh, targeted solution, that product, then you are going to be somebody who, to survive, will need to work in partnership with technology providers, but has to have a much, much wider scope and understanding about what they are doing so that, you know, a company really will struggle to understand all the elements, yet a wide-range CX service provider 
will have a, a much better opportunity by sitting across so many areas. Yeah, and, and, and we've got used in, um, in business generally, we've got used to the idea of buying things as services. So, you know, now you can buy CRM as a service. I mean, is that something that, that you would say is now starting to apply within CX as well, like CX as a service? Absolutely. I think that we went through that evolution in the outsourcing days where we went from pure time and materials or time-based FTE contracts. Uh, we were talking about win-win contracts and the ability to achieve better results for your client and be paid more. I think it's gone beyond that now with the convergence of the different elements to say that you can pay for what you eat, the smorgasbord approach to service. So if you are providing an outcome-based model, then you should be able to talk to somebody about a monthly fee based on the services delivered. And that monthly fee, you know, typically these days you'd expect should be 30% better than what you've been dealing with or more. Yeah. And talking of outcome-based, um, GigCX has become a big trend this year. And, and I think that this was largely driven by work from home being a proven um, model for, for contact centers. You know, you could have agents easily working at home, but then if they are going to be at home, then um, why would you need to be paying them as if they're working in a contact center, uh, you know, working eight hour shifts and 40 hours a week and all this kind of traditional stuff. Um, I, I mean, are we seeing trends like this becoming normalized? Um, and it, are there other changes that work from home is going to introduce? Yeah, Mark, it's, been, it's a seismic shift in what we've seen over the last 18 months and, and are precipitated by the global pandemic. And, you know, a couple of years ago, I'd look at it and say, you know, that, that it's essential when you are providing customer service that you treat every customer as an individual and you have the technology to enable you to do that. You can listen to what every single customer is saying to you through the interactions. And the same now has occurred with what was typically the bricks and mortar contact center and some native mode uh, work from home solutions. But now what you're looking at is saying that you have an ability to view the resources of people who are wanting to help with the customer service issues. And you can look at their, their patterns, their lifestyle, the way they want to be paid, the shifts they want to work. Is it part-time, full-time? Are they doing it to pay for a holiday? So, yeah, it's been a tremendous shift. And you will see that both the technology and the philosophies where you might have brand ambassadors responding to queries, you might have part-time agents, uh, you have people who are using technology like translation-based chat robots and humans. You know, it's all wide open now. So it's treating every individual who can provide customer service as an individual and going for their preference. Yeah. And I mean, do you think that we're really looking at uh, a much wider focus on the the whole customer journey, like the entire customer journey, rather than traditionally, when we talk about customer service, we're we're focusing on the contact center and that kind of post-purchase call. But uh, but really, we're now seeing customers just building a relationship with brands over time. So there's a lot of engagement that goes on that's got nothing to do with the transaction. Yeah, it's a, it's a total shift because, you know, now it's it's uh, paramount that you walk in the shoes of your customer. It used to be that we would say, um, you know, have a, have a customer lens on the situation. And I think we paid a bit of lip service to that. But now 
what you need to be doing is listening using insights and analytics and understanding that the customer is always right. In this case, the customer is right in the channel they choose, the way they want to answer the question, uh, how they run the process. So, you know, just going through a customer journey mapping exercise is not nearly enough. You have the ability now to listen to everything that every customer has told you and take those examples and, and work with what is going to be the best in that industry for that customer. And how do you simplify it? I mean, when you're talking to a, to a potential client um, that, that still has this idea of perhaps customer service is something that happens after a purchase. I mean, how, how do you talk about the new world in a simple way? It's really very difficult because, you know, there is so much mystery and, and so much intensity and so many amazing solutions, yet how, how can you possibly understand how all these fit together? And then how do you go and sell to a client for the subsequent use for their customers? So you have to go back to the first question, which is all about saying, you know, let's first of all look at the business objectives. What is it you are trying to achieve, which is based on your uh, North Star for customer service? And then you need to break it down into how you're going to achieve that. How are you going to consult or advise? What technology you're going to bring into place? How are you going to transition from what you previously had? It's really, really difficult. And I think that, you know, if at all possible, we have to think like a digital native and we have to say, you know, all bets are off. So you're looking at, at what now has become the norm, which is cloud-based solutions. And you've got an app-based approach. And whether you are the customer, whether you are the agent at home or in a contact center, uh, no matter who you are in the business, you kind of have to have that, you know, the app-based uh, digital native mindset. But the rewards for doing that and for demystifying are tremendous. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, you know, just finally then, I mean, what, what you're broadly suggesting um, with this conversation around channels, technologies, um, and, and changing trends in the industry is that um, clients who need CX services and CX design really need to talk to specialists. Um, and I've known you for, uh, for many years, and I've known you working for suppliers, uh, in consulting roles, and, you know, and now your leadership role at TTEP. I mean, if you were describing this kind of new vision of CX and how TTEP fits into that, you know, how are you positioning T-Tech as something more than just, you know, agents in C? Yeah, it's a good question. And it is something that, you know, when you join a new organization, you try to understand the USP, the unique selling proposition. And, and you compare that with the industry and, and what's available and capable at the time. I think it's, it's very much about saying, yes, you do have to rely on specialists. But if you have a lot of specialists who aren't knitted together, it's going to be a problem. And whether I was in a consulting business or previously in, in a BPO outsource, you know, you really want to rely on the practitioners. You, you want to rely on people who have been there, done that, that have been down the dark alleys and have the scars on their back. So I think the interesting thing and the exciting thing about TTEC is that they have been digitally native in a lot of areas for, for over a decade. So you're not just dealing with somebody who has been a BPO, but they have been and become masters in CX tech, as well as the contact center outsourcing services, all wrapped up in consultancy and advisory. So you've got a huge number of people who have had experience and who can relate that to the business issues. 
So I think it's a, it's a unique coming together of those skills. Thanks for listening to the CX Pod Europe podcast from T-Tech. For more information about the podcast and to check the library of episodes, just go to ttech.com slash EMEA slash CXPod. Pod.